everyone. Welcome back to another Becoming Untangled conversation. My name is Dr. Veronica Hardy, your host, and I'm looking forward to this discussion today. The person I'll be having a conversation with, I met several years ago, but more recently I was coming across some of her videos that were focusing on financial wellness. And each video provided such a wealth of information. So today I want to introduce to you my guest, Luvinia Locklear, and she's gonna take a moment right now just to share a little about herself with you. Luvinia, thank you so much for joining us today. Feel welcome to introduce yourself to our audience. Well, first I wanna say thank you, Dr. Hardy for having me and I look forward to helping more people become um, better for their finances. Gosh, and I have so many questions that I wanna ask you that I think is just gonna be incredibly helpful for our audience. So one of the first questions I just wanted to ask you is, what is financial wellness? There's so many different definitions of what people say financial wellness is, but for me, I define financial wellness is the ability to understand and apply financial concepts to one's individual situation. And so that's the key thing, because you can have this knowledge, but if you're not able to successfully apply it to your situation, you're not going to have financial wellness. And that's a great definition, just very straightforward and clear to understand. And with that, how did you get started on your journey with financial wellness? But back, it started back in 2008 um, with a housing crash. You know, um, I became a housing counselor. And at that time, I was focusing more on helping people become homeowners, low to moderate income, helping them with budgeting, saving. And the interesting thing is I was living paycheck to paycheck. I wasn't, uh, I didn't know how to save. And so through that journey, um, God taught me some money management. So I was able to help myself with some money management and also help my clients. So that became um, my journey of how I became interested in financial wellness. And I appreciate how you were just sharing your own story, too, about how you were living from paycheck to paycheck at a time, too. How would you say someone could start on their own financial wellness journey? Well, I tell everybody, everybody is different. It depends on an individual's goals. So I believe in meeting a person where they are at. This helps individuals own their change and be more involved in the process. I like how you said basically helping people own their change. Yeah, that's a phrase that that I hope all of our audience, our listeners will be able to remember about owning their change and feeling empowered to own their change too. Exactly. In your perspective, what do you think have been some of the biggest challenges for people in attaining financial wellness? One of the biggest challenges I've seen is um, fears concerning money, also um, negative cognitions concerning money, and also not not having lack of and having lack of goals. Um, so those are the three biggest challenges I've seen people not been able to make um, success. So that state of mind, that that lack of goals, and I think putting all of those things in order, I can see how they would really help someone to move forward. So really working to adjust that frame of mind, put goals in place. Even my year for myself, uh, for my word for myself for this year is is about intentions, being intentional. And sometimes we do have to go ahead and put it on paper and creating those, I call them these little mini steps to move forward in the plan too. So I have another question. We were just talking about uh, families and what some of the challenges are. So what items have you helped families with so far? Well, the big thing is I'm helping people decrease their fears, increasing their confidence and reaching their goals. Also helping with credit repair, increasing their credit score, budgeting, saving, learning how to read a credit report, 
and understanding and preparing for home ownership. Those are some good points to cover with individuals. We often hear a lot about credit scores and credit reports. So I believe many people don't even know where to start when it comes to exploring that information or even increasing their credit score. So I'm glad to hear that you are out there and that's something that you, you address with the people that you provide services to. Just another question I have, and, I, and I, I really like this. What is the thing you enjoy most about teaching financial wellness? I love people get an aha moment. So a lot of times I'm going over things with people, but when they say, I actually got what you've been talking about this whole time, and they get excited and then they can pass it on to their children. Because a lot of times I'm working with individuals that have kids, and that's about building that legacy, that financial legacy. That's very, very important. Like you said, that legacy. So for people to be able to pass on what they've learned to future generations, kind of building that strong foundation. So again, I thank you for doing that uh, with families and looking at that legacy piece of it. So, and, and speaking of families, I know another challenge can be that issue of budgeting. So how can a person go about starting and engaging in that budgeting process? But first they got to identify what money they have coming in whether it's from their paycheck, whether it's from social security, whether it's from child support, you want to gather all those documents and look at your net income. How people are going by the gross. The gross income is before taxes. I mean, and then your net income is after taxes. So you need to be looking at your net income, having that accurate figure. And then you look at your fixed expenses versus your adjustable. Your fixed expenses are such items such as your rent or your house payment, things that don't change. Adjustable is like going out to eat, grocery shopping, things of that nature. And so you're subtracting those things. There's more than budgeting, just those things, but that will be a simple step to help somebody with their budgeting. And thank you for sharing the difference between gross income versus net income. Because again, those are two more words that many people don't know what that means or what that looks like. How does a person go about saving or at least starting to save? A lot of times people don't even know where to even start. And sometimes people say, I don't have enough money to even start saving. So I tell people to start where they're at. So even if they only have $5 a month, I tell them to start there because I tell people all the time, rich people, they're going to save before they spend. Poor people, they spend before they save. So I encourage them if they want to be on the other side, we have to look at things differently. And so I have worked with a lot of people that all they could do was $5 a month. So that would be the thing. So you want to be able to put that in your budget and say, okay, this is all I have and that's okay. So it's better to start saving at a low amount because if you're trying to do that at a big amount, people say, if I just have more money, I'll be able to save X, Y, and Z. But it starts at a low amount, and then you'll be able to do that um, easier as you get more money. But what are some other tips that you would give to families trying to achieve financial wellness? One thing I would encourage them to do some personal development. And what I mean by that is there's always some classes in the community where they're at, and they can start at the community college. They can learn how to do wills, they can do estate planning, budgeting, and different things like that. They have some of those things out there, maybe even picking up a book on personal finance, or maybe even hiring a coach like myself to help them on their journey. And I know you conduct uh, sessions with individuals as well. So I was wondering if someone were to attend a session with you, what, what could they expect? Well, first, what I do is I do a brief financial screening and that's probably like 10 questions. Sometimes it's five questions. And then I determine what the person's specific needs are. Once I determine what their needs are, then we do a financial plan. And that kind of gives me a baseline of where that person is. And the goal is to have that person progress. 
And so that's pretty much how we work with that. And a lot of times my sessions are online because COVID-19, but I do have some clients that come in person. So it all depends on a person's preference if they want to come in person or if they want to go online. Mm, and that's awesome. And I'm thankful that you actually adjusted for COVID-19 as well and, and organizing those virtual sessions. And I hear again, the starting point is what are the person's needs? So it sounds like very individualized sessions, helping them plan their goals and create their, their financial wellness vision. So that's definitely a strength. What are some of the topics that you actually address through your YouTube channel? Well, my main focus is finances on there, but since, like you said, I am a social worker, I do talk about mental health from time to time. I talk about motivation. And also I put my own personal um, money management things that I've went through too, because a lot of times people are interested in, not, either they're not interested in what you know, they want to see, have you been through some struggles to get to this place as well? So being able to help them you know, understand, yeah, I have been through those struggles and give them some encouragement along the way. I hope people really start tuning into that channel to get the, the wealth of information that you consistently share. And with that, so now we know people can find you on YouTube, but if someone wanted to be in contact with you to schedule a session or even to, to schedule a time for you to come out as a presenter, how could they be in touch with you? Well, my number is 910-446-5464. And I have a link tree. Link tree has my social media on there instead of having to give all three different ones out. That's L-I-N-K-T-R-I dot E-E backslash L-V-E-N-J-D-E. Okay, great. So I see there are many ways to contact you. So I want to thank you for just engaging in this conversation with me. I think about people can become untangled. You know, that's a phrase I'm using this year to become untangled from their financial challenges by building financial wellness. And just a few points that I really want to highlight that you mentioned is about starting where the person is, uh, setting those goals, what are their needs, understanding some of the that finance-based terminology, gross income, net, net income, fixed expenses, et cetera, and being able to move forward on that financial financial journey through kind of changing your perspective on that experience and finances. So are there any closing words that you might want to share with our audience today? Like I said, I'm, again, I'm glad that you um, invited me to come and I look forward to helping even more people. You know, one thing I've heard that Jim Rohn said, um, no, Zig Ziglar said it, help enough people with what they're needing, you'll be able to get what you need. So a lot of times we're looking at what we need instead of looking at how we can help more people. I love that. And that's a great way to end our conversation today. For all of our listeners, our viewers, thank you so much for turning, tuning in. And I hope this conversation can just add value to your life.